Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff. And for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider shows us how we can wake up to God's presence. Do you know where God lives? It might seem like a silly question, but it's not. When we think about God, we often picture him high off in the heavens above. But as Rabbi Schneider reminds us, God is a lot closer than you think. We're talking about the prophetic fulfillment of God's fall holy days. And if you'd like to take some notes, you'll find Rabbi's study guides online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, let's get started. Notice as I cover these holy days that are listed for us in the 23rd chapter of the book of Leviticus that we call in Hebrew Vayikra, it doesn't say that they're the Jewish holidays or the Feast of Israel, but listen, that they're God's appointed days. Because you now have a relationship with the God of Israel through Yeshua, the King of the Jews, these holy days, beloved friends, have application for your life today. Now, I'm in the final of the fall holy days that we're going to be covering in this series called the Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkot. We've already covered the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. We've covered Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And we're continuing today our study in the Feast of Tabernacles. I'm going to launch right now into the application that I'm wanting to drive home today for each and every one of our lives. One of the main concepts that is carried to us through the Feast of Tabernacles, listen now, is that God is with us. Ancient Israel lived in booths called Sukkot. They were individual booths that we would say singularly a sukkah, plurally Sukkot. But in the center of all their booths, the Lord himself had a tabernacle. We read about it in the 25th chapter of the book of Exodus. And in the tabernacle was the Ark of the Covenant. It was in a chamber of the tabernacle called the Holy of Holies. And above the Ark of the Covenant were two golden cherubim. And between the two cherubim, the visible presence of the Lord resided. And the high priest would go into that chamber once a year where the Ark of the Covenant was. And the Lord would speak to the high priest from between the two cherubim. Above the tabernacle for 40 years, the visible glory of God was manifest as a fire by night and a cloud by day. The point being that God made his presence known amongst his people. For 40 years, every day, beloved church, they could see the manifest glory of God. He was tabernacling with them. I am here to tell you, church, that God is tabernacling with you, beloved one, individually in your life today. When Jesus was born, the scripture says, you shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning, get it now, God is with us. God is closer to you and I than we realize. He is here. He is now. He's working through circumstances. He's working through people. He's working in ways that we're not recognizing. And what the Lord is desiring is that we wake up to his presence so that we understand in a fuller way that he truly is tabernacling amongst us. I love David's words in Psalm number 19 because what David says in Psalm 19 is that the Lord 
Lord is always speaking and he uses creation itself to demonstrate that Father God is always speaking to his creatures, to his creation. But oftentimes, because we're dull of hearing and dull of heart and dull of eyes, we don't perceive that he's speaking to us. So in Psalm 19, David uses creation to demonstrate the fact that God is here and he's speaking. Listen to the word of God. He said, the heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands day to day pours forth speech. Remember what Paul said in the book of Romans. In the book of Romans, Paul said, for that which is known about God, listen, is clearly seen through what he has made. In other words, we can know about God. We can know about his nature. We can even learn his ways, many of them, by simply looking at his creation, by paying attention to what he's made. And so what David is declaring in Psalm 19 is, is that God is always speaking. The heavens declare for speech. Every night we look up and we see the stars and we see the stars and it's as if God is speaking to us as they're twinkling. David also uses the example of the sun in Psalm 19. I'm talking about the physical sun. And he says, no one escapes the sun's heat. In other words, the rays of the sun are heating every human being. And in the same way, David says, God's voice is pouring forth speech into the earth. God is speaking to you, but do you and I hear and do we realize he's speaking? The Feast of Tabernacles is about the fact that God is here, that he lives amongst us, but because we're spiritually dead, in other words, before we came into a born-again experience, before we came to faith in Jesus, we were dull of hearing. And the Bible says that we were actually born into this world, separated from God, dead in our transgressions and sins. So because of the fact that we were born into sin, and we're in the process of being regenerated by the Holy Spirit, we need now to renew our minds so that we can hear God, so that we can wake up to Him, because we were born into the world, alienated from Him. Now that we've come to Jesus, we've received God's Spirit, so God is in the process of waking us up to His reality, to how close He is. Listen, to illustrate this point, why are there so many people in this world that claim to be atheists and agnostics? They claim there is no God or they claim they don't know there's a God because people are dead in their sins and they can't perceive them. I'll tell you an interesting scripture that illustrates this point. John 12, 27 through 29, before Yeshua went to the cross, he prayed. Listen what happened. Yeshua says to the Father, now my soul has become troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose, I came to this hour. And then Jesus said, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. So the crowd of people who stood by and heard it were saying that it had thundered. So here Father God speaks from heaven, saying to Jesus, I have glorified your name and will glorify it again. And the people hear the voice of God himself but rather than recognizing that they're hearing the voice of God, their response to hearing God's voice is, they give it a natural explanation, it thundered. I mean, I see this in my own life all the time. We just got back not long ago from Lira, Uganda. I saw, beloved ones, the most incredible, amazing miracle that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. There was a woman that had been blind for 15 
18 years. They had a leader every day to sit and beg because she couldn't see anything and had no way of earning an income. Achomo Rose is my mother. She lost her eyesight in 2002. She went to the doctor and he confirmed that she was going blind. We took her to three separate hospitals seeking medical help. They weren't able to help her and they gave up on her as they couldn't see any other options for her and we ran out of money. She heard about the crusade. She started telling people that she wanted to go to the crusade. When I went to church one Sunday morning, our pastor told us that a man of God is coming for a miracle crusade. And there, there will be healing. And there, there will be deliverance. My neighbors and my friends were asking me, old woman, you can see, when you are going to the crusade, who is going to help you? I told them, I'm going there by faith. I want to go and get my healing at the crusade. She had such faith in her heart and such passion, like the woman with the hemorrhage that pressed through the crowd to touch Jesus. She had that kind of a faith that we read about in the Gospels. She said, no, I'm going. I said, I'm persisting until I get my healing. On Saturday, I still didn't get my healing. But she said, on Sunday, I got my healing. What happened was, I blew the shofar, and I said, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, blind eyes be open. Rabbi was praying. He was blowing the shofar. And as he was blowing, I just felt cool air move through my eyes, and I realized I was already healed. They brought her up to the platform. I said, open your eyes. You could see as she was opening her eyes, the pain that she was in. You could see tears coming out of her eyes. You could see how painful it was, but I commanded her, open your eyes. Open your eyes, open them as wide as you can. Oh, wow. That's it, keep going. Yeah, yeah, oh! Before the crusade, I could not even see the crowd. Even I could not see Rabbi, and I said, wow. God has truly healed me. Since that day that Rabbi prayed for me, I stopped walking with a stick. Glory be to God, glory be to God. I can see again. She was completely and totally healed. I mean, it was undeniable. We have witnesses, we verified it, we looked into it after the fact. She told us that before the healing, she said she couldn't see the crowd. She couldn't even see me standing right in front of her. And yet people have all the evidence right in front of them and they try to pass it off as not a miracle. They try to say, you know, some other explanation. This is the way people that are dead in their sin are. And we, even though we're born again, even though we know Jesus now, we still have to break off of us spirits that cause us to doubt and make us dull of hearing so that we're ascribing to the natural in our life what is actually supernatural. And so we have to recognize that God is with us and he's operating in our lives, beloved children of his, even through the common and even through the mundane. We have to wake up realizing that he is with us. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi Schneider will be right back to go beyond what you're hearing today and to connect with this ministry further, simply visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up to receive Rabbi's weekly Seeds of Revelation newsletter, which includes up-to-the-minute ministry news, along with a powerful video devotional. Or if you prefer to connect by phone, call us today at 888-MY-RABBI. 
At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word from start to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, Give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 888-MY-RABBI. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. We have to be paying attention. We have to be watching. We have to be expecting. And we have to realize once again that oftentimes Father speaks to us not just in the dramatic and not just in the spectacular, but oftentimes God is speaking to you and I, beloved, listen, through the ordinary, through friends, through nature. We read in scripture, God spoke through rainbows. He spoke through prophets that were disguised. He spoke to people through individuals that were speaking to somebody else on behalf of the Lord. And the ones that were speaking to someone else on behalf of the Lord didn't even realize that it was God that was speaking through them. God speaks through the common and we have to be looking for him in everything and understand that even when we're not experiencing something dramatic or spectacular, God is still always here, present with us, working underneath the surface. And if we'll take stock every day and continue to affirm each day, Father God, you're with me. You're tabernacling with me. Your presence surrounds me. Even if I can't feel you right now, even if I can't sense you right now in my senses, I believe by faith that you're here with me, Father, that your presence surrounds me and that you're doing something in my life every day through everything that I walk through. The scripture says God causes all things to work together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And what God is using all things for is to conform us to the image of his son. And every day, not only do we affirm this truth in our head as we're walking throughout the day by faith, Father, thank you that you're with me. Thank you that your presence surrounds me. Thank you that you're working in my life today. Even through all these things that seem like they're just routine and mundane, you're working through all these things. Not only do we affirm this fact throughout the day, but we should also be asking ourselves, what did the Lord teach me yesterday? Because sometimes it's not just God doing something miraculous in a circumstance. Sometimes what's happening is God is working underneath the surface of circumstances to train us, to give us better discernment, to teach us the right way to walk. In other words, sometimes what happens is we're paying attention, we do things in life, and if we pay attention, God begins to show us the way you're doing this is not working. You're beating your head against a wall. If we're paying attention and looking for God in everything, then what's gonna happen is God is gonna use everything that we're walking through to teach us wisdom and to teach us, beloved church, how to walk and to remain in Him. God wants to dwell with you. Listen again, let them construct a sanctuary for me that I might dwell among them. I want you to open your heart right now. Let's just pray together. Father God, in Jesus' name, I surrender to you. And I say yes, that what Rabbi Schneider is proclaiming right now, it's truth, it's you. You are here. But oftentimes, Father, I am guilty. I don't recognize you're here. And my mind wanders. And sometimes I get negative and critical in my thinking. Father, I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me of this spirit and wake me up 
to your divine reality, that your presence surrounds my life, that you are tabernacling amongst me, even in a greater way than you did with ancient Israel. Because with them, you tabernacled visibly above the tabernacle, but now you tabernacle with me, Father Yahweh, by living inside me, in Jesus' name. You know, when you and I really get a hold of this, when we really come to trust in the fact that God is with us, you know what's gonna happen? Not only will you have more joy in your life, but listen, you will also break off fear and have confidence. Listen to what happened to Joshua. The Lord said to Joshua in Joshua 1.9 this, he said, be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. How was it that Joshua was supposed to be strong and courageous? He was supposed to enter into courage and confidence by realizing that his God was with him. I want you to know, if you belong to Jesus, God is with you, it's just that simple. He'll never leave you, he'll never forsake you, he is always, always with you. You see, oftentimes we think that the main message of the Bible is that when we die, we're gonna go to heaven. But I want you to know, perhaps the most primary message of the Bible is not just that when we die, we're gonna go to heaven, but the primary theme of scripture, listen, is that God is with us now. When Jesus came to earth, beloved, he opened up the door for you and I to receive him so that God could be with us right now. That's again why we read in the scriptures that we shall call his name Jesus, Matthew chapter one, verse 23, the virgin shall be with child and we shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God, listen now, is with us. The primary theme of scripture is that God now is with you. That because Jesus died for your sin, purchased you with his blood to bring you into a relationship with God, to become a child of the Father, God is with you now. Like he was with Adam in the cool of the day. Like he was with Moses at the burning bush. Like he was with Abraham, whom he called his friends like he was with Peter, James, and John when he brought them on top of the mountain and was transfigured before them. So too, he is with you today, right now. I wanna ask you once again, if you're able to, I want you to just kneel with me before the presence of the Lord. If you're not able to do that, just do it wherever you're at. We're gonna just ask Father once again to forgive us, to wake us up, by his power, by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Father God, let's just say it together. Father God, I believe you. I believe this is truth. You are with me. And I ask, Father, right now that you'll wake me up. I repent for not knowing that you're with me. You're here, but I've been too dull of mind to perceive. So Father, right now, I bow to you and I commit myself to you to grow in my awareness of your love for me and your presence with me for the rest of my days and forevermore in Jesus' name. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to learn more about this program or about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to go to our website and explore. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
Now, when we awaken to God's presence, it's only natural for us to want to share his presence with others too. And one of the best ways that you can do that is by partnering with this ministry. Here's Rabbi to tell us more. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord abides forever. I'm reading from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is in the Lord. A true barometer for how much you and I really trust the Lord is seen in how we handle our finances. If we really trust the Lord, we're gonna honor him with our wealth. Beloved, I wanna encourage you, let's be faithful to the Lord with our hearts and show it by how we honor him with our finances. I know this, the Lord promised in the book of Malachi, when we honor him with the first of our finances, he opens the windows of heaven for us. He responds. I want to encourage you today, if the Lord is feeding you through this ministry, if you sense his love for you through this ministry, would you honor him with your finances through this ministry? Jesus said it will come back to you, pressed down, good measure, and running over into your lap. You can give a gift of any amount by connecting with us today. Just call 800-777-7835. Or you can give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. As a token of our appreciation for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month. And it's also available as a digital download. You know, understanding that God is with us and that His presence is tactical tabernacling with us is so important. It's so vital that we awaken to his plans and purposes for our lives. God wants a relationship with us. And I'd just like to take a moment to share a comment or two that we've received on our social media pages from listeners just like you who have discovered that relationship. Thank you, Rabbi. What a blessing. I am comforted to know that God is with me. And then here's another one. Glory to God in the highest. He can help us and save us in any difficult situation. God is doing mighty things in our lives. Bless you and your ministry. Amen to that. God is doing mighty things. And if you would like to write to us, you can do that also at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 77. Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And you know, the fall feasts, they're upon us again, but not many people know about their relevance or their significance. And so if you want to learn more about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, or Sukkot, then we would love for you to discover our treasury of messianic content online. The fall feasts are unique among the appointed times of God and the lessons that they teach us, they point us to the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Learn how today when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And let's wrap up today's message on God's presence with a special blessing from Rabbi. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yahweh, 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 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shows us that God is always with us. That's Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.